people and good night good night good night pleasant good night and welcome to this week's episode of the up inside your podcast it's me kita 246 we'll say your boy chad chad is here yeah we're going on people everything good everything good everything good I think people are good, boy. People are good. You know, somehow every time you say so, I expect people to replay. I don't know why. It's true. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for feedback from the people, too. Yeah, good yeah. evening. Good evening, Veronica. Good evening, everybody. Come and say, have a seat. Get your yeah, favorite tea. Yeah. Let, me, yeah. let, me, let me get talking about this thing, man. Yeah. Good night, now, Khalil. Good night. Good night. Khalil, good night. Everything left? Yeah, man. Yeah, glad to hear that. So, uh, Bless, you know, you talk to the people about what is that we we conversing about tonight. We want wanted to help us to understand what's going on on your end because obviously Keita's experience and my experience might be different. So uh, we need y'all to share with us tonight what you have been going through ever since COVID um, came, attacked us, it's still around us, and the the aftermath of of the pandemic that is still still plaguing the world in, in a very big and heavy way. We need we need to understand from you guys what have been your experience since the the entire situation and help us to learn yeah. what is going on in your life since COVID came to the, the Caribbean, Barbados especially, and affected your lives, if it affect your pocket, if it affect your relationships. What what get what what making you I get joke out? Talk to me about it. That's what we want tonight. It's all about what is that again your I joke out knowing this time here so since COVID nineteen. Well, well I can tell I can tell people so far that what I get joke out but I don't think since COVID. Especially okay. especially <laughs> especially um Friendships that you know, people uh, that you friends with, uh, you see on a regular, obviously, you had a whole strand or do Zoom conversations. Um, yeah. uh, even things like, um, my wallet, <laughs> my wallet, my wallet, my wallet. I feel like the degrees, the degrees of my wallet going up though, because it's hot, it's burning me. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that you got you spending way more money or that more money, money evaporating? The money, the money moving fast, baby. Okay, but coming in, so it was always coming in slow, even before COVID, but no, it yeah. actually, like, Malassi is trying to get up Farley Hill in fifth gear. Yeah, Okay. Like that. Okay. Like that. Yeah, man. But let but me tell you something. I, mean, I see Khalil here talking about tea slash whiskey. COVID has brought some blessings for me. I've become a bit more <laughs> self-sufficient. I've focused on me more, my health and my yeah. family. But that's sure. that's actually that's actually a good thing. That's something that's that positive to take away from from the um from the from the topic at hand. Because you know, usually what we try to do, Kita, is whenever we have these conversations with everybody, regardless of the topic, we always try to leave on a positive note because yeah. it's easy to identify problems and identify issues, but it's not easy to identify solutions or paths sure. to solutions. So what we try to do here on Up Insider is that at the end of everything, we want to make people walk away with something positive, a little, uh, a little some lesson some solution, some feedback, right. some positive right. feedback, or some. Cause some so, because we start with early, boy. To know, or expect yeah. to learn from this from this show. We hope that you expect to 
or hope that you gain knowledge or, or some or something thereof from our content, basically. Right. Exactly. So um we got was this a bubble I was saying I agree with the health thing here. Okay. Well, I mean, in all honesty, when you think about it, you everybody had to employ a little more um a little more uh, home workouts and that sort of thing because yeah. I think Barbados started to become like a gym culture. Uh, after a few years, we started to recognize a lot more people being active. You know, seeing them on the roads doing the thing. But it's true. Take good care of your health, people. It's very important. Stress is a factor that is going to play a heavier role more yeah. than ever now. And keeping stress levels down is definitely the, the John, plug. That is what you I need to do. I tell you, keeping stress levels down is harder than most people think. Because, look at this thing, right? A lot of people in jobs where or people who still currently have jobs or in jobs where their employers are employing less than average staff members, right? So not every staff is back to work. But the people right. that are at work are expected to push the workload of poor people. So the people that are actually working harder because there's less, less numbers and they're working even harder because they've got more to do per person. So I, mm-hmm. I know that levels how you feel this country. I, I could feel it. I could feel it. I know the feeling. You know what I mean? Like it rough right now all through all through the country it rough. I can tell you that. Uh-huh. Okay, well let me well let me get into some of the points now about my my end in terms of why I believe that. You know, I, I asking people why is that you want your my life? because um I, I have some, some car parts that are necessary for my vehicle for the actual operation. I ain't doing nothing aesthetic, I ain't doing anything fancy, nothing. So these are actual essential parts. And usually what I do is I search um, around the island, whether it is because uh, I constantly use black one. I prefer to go with a black one company first. And then if I can, then I go someplace else to find uh, my, my necessaries or my necessities. And there, there were basically there were no options on the island, so I had to take to the typical place, which is online, Amazon, eBay, um, wherever the case may be that I was directed. So I went there and I started looking for my items. I got through with the majority, if not all, and no, it has been a very, very difficult task to actually get my items from America. To the, to the shores of Barbados. Now, yes, mm-hmm. I do understand that. Yet again, everything is moving slower now, even in the States. They were saying yeah. that US, PCS, and FedEx, and so on were, right. you know, they're, they're moving a little slower than usual because of everything. We have to understand this thing COVID worldwide. Yeah. Everything worldwide. So it's not that part. The part that is the difficulty now is that for all of the years that I have been alive and I have been in, in having a car or having a motorcycle and stuff and needed a part or parts. I I still don't understand how customs and excise works within the realms of Barbados. And sometimes you think you know and then you recognize that you don't know. You know, when yeah. it comes to when it, either you're going through uh, a customs broker, you're going through a third party uh, situation that will deal with getting your stuff from wherever to the island, or even if you bring it yourself, like my again just right out. I don't understand what it is that's going on uh, in regard to the prices. There's no 
there's no uh, website that you can go to to understand exactly what it is. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, they can't tell you. They, they can't tell you. They can understand the extent of where the charges are because my understanding is like certain goods and certain items have different percentages of like I guess duties that you will pay. And then recently, it seems as though there was a change recently where depending on the actual value of the item as opposed to uh -huh. what the grade falls in, but depending right. on like, the value of the item, if it's uh -huh. on I think fifty dollars, you don't get charged. Are speaking about Barbados or US? This is in Barbados, uh, customs, like I say, sir. If you no, want no, to I mean, if, if 50 Barbados or 50 US. Barbados, 50 Barbados. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. If an item is on the, that particular range, you don't get charged duty or you don't get charged a certain amount of, of um, thing. If this is if you're coming through a broker. But uh -huh. I, I try to understand it because to me, it it, it, it killing a lot of businesses, I can tell you that. They kill mm -hmm. a lot of people. I'm not. I'm trying to figure out if it's that. If it, if that is the reason why that they're trying to do it, like if they're purposely trying to hurt the small man for bringing in their own things, or or if it's wasn't pushing the wars buying things locally. They, like I, I'm trying to figure out what, what is it. Has doing. has any has any publication been released regarding the reason as to why oh, that they decided? It's thirty US. My mom was still in chat. My mom wrestles okay. in mind of he's bringing jerseys, football jerseys and stuff, so I know he's a million people. So okay. I believe I believe that that's ain't okay. tough though. Sure. Okay. But this is my thing, right? The reason the reason why I ask if there's a publication out there that um indicates uh what was the reason for the changes because I, I did I did hear about the about the upgrade of a system. That's supposed to make the transition of packages leaving customs a lot quicker than it would take, you know, previously where that you would have something landing tomorrow, Friday, and you would expect that probably by Monday, Tuesday, you would get your item and then it, it like spending another week inside the customs for whatever reasons. So I heard that the system was upgraded to eliminate that fact. All right. So with that being said, that's one aspect. That's supposed to be the one step forward. Now, the two step backwards is why would they go from, you, you remember back in the day, it was a size thing. It was if your package was yeah. heavy or if we, it was taking up a lot of size. Yeah, so basically, whichever was more expensive is what you would pay or what they would tax you on. So if or your item was taking up a lot of room, if your item yeah. was taking up a lot of room, then you would pay for space. But if your item was heavy, you would pay based on the weight. So I I don't understand why they would change that unless, like I'm seeing, and this is this is speculation here now, unless it is a situation where that they are looking to tax people because of the the, ne the necessity for reinvigoration of the the um of our economy where mm. it would be more beneficial for if you bring in a part that's $400 to tax you based on $400 as opposed to the fact that the part might be this big. Yeah. You understand? So you obviously ain't going to get a lot for this because this is something that ain't going to take up a lot of space. It probably ain't going to be a lot. So it's easier you're paying to... For, right. You're paying for the value. So I think it, that has to be that has to be the rationale behind... I know. Behind I know. The, between, me, between me and you and people in chat, I feel as though we're paying for your system. Your system oh, probably had a course. Whoa. Uh, you see, no way, discourse. This is the reason why discourse <laughs> is so important because you see, no, you're giving me 
other things to think about that I wasn't really yeah. checking for because I, that's I, actually I very true. That's that's actually very valuable. Because, that, because these systems, I can tell that these systems for these things don't be cheap. These systems right. cost a lot. These systems cost a lot of money to uh -huh. implement. I'm putting players and people go find back the money. So you know, uh -huh. people say they want the money, so they go find the money for something. But you know, you made a point as well about um about buying local. But the fact of the matter is, Okita, is that we are not a manufacturing country. The only thing yeah. that we export, like I think I said in in numerous episodes so far, is actual is actual rum. That's the only thing that we really and truly export on a big yeah, level. Export sugar in the morning, like that. Right. So, the thing is, right. But the thing um, is, like, we 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 spend a lot of money. Uh, well, a business owner will spend a lot of money to bring in stock, and they might have a bond or so, so something like that with the court where they're bringing their items on walks now and pay a certain amount of money to bring their items. So it feels as though, and it's just me, it feels as though it, it's more targeted towards the small man that trying to bring in items for themselves from Amazon or, or eBay or something. Because, you know, like, for instance, like, if you added your address to your credit card to ship and straight to your address and buy it from a site overseas, Amazon tax and walks now that goes to your card or whatever, so that along with these customs and SA fees, that's what killing you. And mm -hmm. uh, it's more of a situation now where people tend to obviously use the um brokers on what's not to bring in stuff and and the brokers go pay a certain amount of fees to that mm -hmm. and you and the customer go they go go cover the fees. So the broker got them fee for bringing it, uh, shipping and handling, but you still got mm -hmm. paid. You got paid the um, customer that. And you know, and you, and you know that brings another that brings another dynamic of confusion to the entire story, because you recall that there was a fee attached to all online transactions from I think from the like June, not June, is June or or April or, or I can't remember when it was that it was implemented. But there was mm -hmm. a two percent. There was a two percent um, tax added to online transactions, and as far as I know, there was also supposed to be the VAT added to all online transactions as well. So this is my thing. <laughs> Big up, Miley. Record talking about Colombian nurses. <laughs> um, so this is my thing. No, yeah, that's his thing. But but this is my thing here now, Kida. If that is supposed to be something where the government holds on to something for that online transaction, right? Yeah. I ain't I ain't, a, I ain't against that, you know. At the end of the day, we gotta recognize where we live. And basically, like I've said before, taxing seems to be the way that we go. When it comes to implementation of of um, anything, taxing is one of the ways in which we are hit as a people. When one is taken, something else is added. So, with that being said, I believe that by by this time, no, in 2020, even though 2020 is the worst year ever, I believe that there should be a situation that is giving us clarity where for example let me say I go on amazon right now to purchase a, a bluetooth speaker okay i go i go on amazon i select the speaker that i want i do whatever whatever and then at the checkout i see 
I see, okay, the price of my speaker, the price of my tax, the price of, the, the price of my VAT, and then my end total. My shipping and handling, my, my, my customs and excise, everything should be added onto that so that you could sort, well, not so you care, but you know, put in you care, care the information or direct care the information, pay your money, and then sit back and relax because you know that within whatever time frame they said I'm supposed to get to you, you just going, you just waiting on a phone call, an email, a text message to tell you, well, Mr. Mr. Harewood or Mr. Moore, your item has arrived and it is ready for you to pick up. And there should be nothing more, no surprise fees, no surprise charges that should be added to that. Because when I was in, in Canada last year, I ordered something off Amazon to bring to Canada and they gave me one price in terms of when I purchased it from America, when it reaches the border of Canada, when it is released from the border of Canada, and then when it is delivered to where I was staying, I paid one fee. You yeah, understand? But, so basically but, you saw one thing and that's the end. Yeah, but the thing is, that is like Amazon is a company in itself in America and there's Amazon in Canada. They're not Amazon and Barbados, so their their thing is they can ship to who they ship to, uh-huh. and when they ship to your address that you give them, and more likely you're not going to ship from Amazon straight to Barbados. You're probably send it to a box. That that's usually probably. Okay. And once it gets to your box, which is through the shipping company, uh-huh. through your broker or your shipping company or whatever, is when it even gets from there to Barbados, you go send them the invoice. I I, I look at the price from there. And that's where it is. Even Russell was in the chat here saying that you know based on based on the um duties. Oh, the duties are charged on like the cost the item plus the shipping cost. Uh-huh. That is tough because I honestly feel duty is just too high. That's the truth. Duty is just too high and it ain't fair to the average consumer. You know, you know the issue for me, Kita, is not that it is just high. There is absolutely no explanation behind it that gives the average Joe the ability and the understanding to get why this particular uh, process is so long-winded and challenging and taxing. It does do- it just does not make sense. If there was a way for people to come out and tell you, okay, step one, this is this. Step two, this is why. Step three, this is why your price is this price. Then I feel that if Barbadians will become a little more reasonably um, impacted by, okay, I understand. I can just try to see now if I could try and get uh, somebody just the thing in a bag and bring through because a lot of us did that, myself included. My, whenever somebody come in and you know you you got a little item that we nothing or whatever in infringing upon somebody's travel, you just throw it in the bag and come through with it. But it just it just doesn't make sense. I, it really is confusing me. Even though that we talking and we um, getting things out there, we getting people in the chat talking to us, explaining uh, you know charges depend on this and whatever. It still is very very confusing as to why. Um, customs and excise duties in Barbados are so high there's no reason, there's no rhyme, there's no real explanation behind it. It's only if you're a person that brings in vehicles or you bring in whatever that you would probably have an understanding as to what it is that takes place when your car leaves where whatever region travels across the sea and then gets to Barbados. Just up, up to the other day I saw the, the port was, was sending out an auction list 
of yeah. vehicles that were not claimed. You trying to tell me that people pay money for cars to get here and they don't want them? That's highly unlikely. Mm -hmm. The probability is, is that the people cannot afford the blasted fees. So where, where, where are we going to go with this? You know, I heard our, our prime minister speaking about, um, I think this was either last week or week before that she addressed the nation and she was speaking on, you know, things take time and we working with transparency and we trying to give more clarity. But I feel like these are systems within Barbados that, that grossly need addressing and they need handling. So, yeah, also, that's, I guess you could say that, Jekno, you are, but they got other things that Jekno, we ate, which I like. You praise, you praise in supermarkets. You okay. praise, praise Gojin. That's, that's true. I feel as though certain popular supermarkets are certain <laughs> No, 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 well-known supermarkets. Sort of popular. Nah, I working with them, but I, 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 yeah. certain well-known supermarkets that think that your money is smart, right? Mm. Oh, Lord. If your money isn't smart, joking on your eye, and it's like, you, you money got the sense, so you money is, is smart. Wait, 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 so you mean that the price smart or the shop, that they're shopping smart? Which one it is that you're talking about? The thing that, the price that you could pay in smart. So what happened okay. is, oh, what, okay. happened, what happened is, what happened you is, got, you got, you got, you got, you So one, one, you might gain this, this establishment, and uh, pay one price for cheese, right? Yeah. Say one, you gain, so we have to pay $9 for cheese. Two weeks later, you want it there, and the cheese is $17, and I do a thing now for people. What's our cheese is that? That's cheese that was up in Blue Mountain and uh, aging or saying that that price from nine dollars to seventeen dollars. This this cheese from this cheese from anointed coast that okay. that dipped yeah coast anointed. I tell you, I, I can, well, that will go stand, stop there because that's ridiculous. But let me let me but say this to you as well. Okay, we, go ahead. We can't we can't just say and start there. We go do something about it. So it's like you can but, but that's you what you do. That's what you do. Like I said before in the first episode of our podcast, you have to hit these people where it hurts. And the only place it's hurt is in the pocket. So if cheese gone up, you know what you tell Barbadians? Don't buy cheese. Do without cheese for a week, two weeks, a month. You know what gonna happen then? The cheese is gonna stay there and spoil. And then when they bring out the next batch, they go and sell it at the price for me to take it off of the shelf. We got power skipper. So don't say that that don't let it stop. Let it stop there. Yeah, in but... any case, and in any case, as healthy barbarians, we shouldn't even be using cheese. We all know that as well. So you can even use that excuse as to why you don't purchase cheese anymore. You I gotta can't... start flexing some muscle, man. You can't say that we shouldn't be using cheese. I mean, everybody got a different usage for what it do cheese for. But I just okay. saying that. I just saying that the price goes in, and the only day you understand is that different mm -hmm. establishments. So yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to keep money in your pocket or or spend money smartly All when right. these average average things going up. So for instance, like we know, like say that in Haiti, mine right now globally from since March was high something. You know what I'm saying? And the price of hot sanitizer has increased by over 300 percent. Over you said what? The, what went up by 300%? The price of hot sanitizer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said hand. 
I thought you were saying ham just now for you because you had me so good. Nah, nah. Oh, uh, this ham sanitizer. The price of ham by three hundred percent. And uh-huh. it's like, like, we got hand sanitizer, and that price increased an inch to the border. And if it increase at uh, the globe from the manufacturer, and by the time it get here, you know it's going to be better. Because you don't know it's going to be more than what you've been doing here for. So, it, uh-huh. it runs. And you think you've got an infection right now, and then, then you can do about it. I see Janelle say something about um, that the government is now trying to mandate a situation where that when distributors bring in specific items that the supermarkets are supposed to purchase from them first rather than bring in themselves. Now that that is not a bad a bad um, idea, but I also mentioned this in a previous episode. There is absolutely no reason why that our import food bills should be so high when it is that we have multiple local farmers and all different aspects of farming whether it's livestock whether it is um the agriculture portion we should be buying out all of these people things and then if we find that we cannot live off of their uh, produce alone then we go outside and we fill up the the excess or what is missing you understand so i had this conversation with a friend last week where he was mentioning to me the particular places that he shops and <laughs> guess where he shops and he was noticing the the rapid changes whenever he was shot for the month and then he comes back the following month he's seeing something in particular gone up and this is why he's tell people i i is a man i build off of evidence i don't really like a lot of speculative conversation when um, gas prices started to change over the years, what I did is every month that a publication came out about the change in gas prices, whether it went up or down, I recorded it in my phone, took a snapshot of that thing and put it and label it. And that is what I did over the time that I could speak on the rise and fall of it accurately and not just seem like some crazy conspiracy theorist. So what I usually do is whenever I go to the supermarket for a month, I keep all of those bills and I photocopy them and leave them on my on my computer. And what I do is I compare them every time that I go in and out so that I can see what went up, what went down. Well, you know, nothing don't go down but here, but you know what I mean. And that gives us the ability to speak on these things fluently, accurately, and then these these people are powers that we have to hear when voices come together and make that noise about something because we can't just be shouting out in the dark or oh, the price is too hot and things this cheese didn't cost this last week where is there evidence of that where is it so we as a people go get more diligent when it comes to when it comes to our um noise making when it comes to these things and that's the only way that we but can, that we can really make change too. We think, we think is right before COVID, right? These things are going up. These things are going up, but not as significant as they're going up right now. Like things just increasing, like bam, 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 increasing right. week over week. And it's not like we don't got um, copies of receipts or such. Mm-hmm. Is obviously word of mouth getting out that these things are going up, and nothing can be done. I agree. Let me start spending money at these places. Let me see how that's going to impact. The people, but I any day 
That was one. That was one company. The next company, no CND working with people, they can increase the prices too. Right. Everybody wants to play competition. Uh, mm-hmm. I can tell that when one, what do you got? Very few supermarkets or or mini markets and so on that that don't increase the prices locally significantly. I, what I what I know from basic economics or you know from principles of business is that there's all, when there's the demand versus the supply shock. Now we yeah. have to be realistic. The world ain't just Barbados is the world that I'm going through this pandemic situation. So the fact of the matter is is that natural disasters is bring about an increase or demand for more basic necessities, whether it be food, whether it be shelter, clothing, whatever. I get that. So it, it only makes sense that certain things would increase because of the fact that the demand is so high and the supply may be low. But what I am saying is is that we need to have that physical evidence to see just how much it has been increased by in order to say what explain to me what let me say is Kita Kita um supermarket. Like Kita 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 supermarket, why is it that on July today is the thirty of July twenty first, your oh. cornflakes your Kellogg's cornflakes cost eleven twenty five. And now I am back here August the 3rd. Well, that's Kredumat Day, but not anymore. But August Don't, the 3rd... You need to rub it in, though? Yeah, yeah I, I, said for, I said that for... I said that for... Um, for Crystal. I, I, Crystal I, I, had it for the whole week. Later would be greater, but ain't a crop over for you, so cool yourself. <laughs> so, this is the thing. So, so, so July 21st, you had a box of Kellogg's cornflakes for $11.25. And now today, August 3rd, your mm-hmm. Kellogg's uh, cornflakes gone from eleven twenty five now to seventeen twenty five. Explain to me why is this so expensive now? And that is what I'm saying. You can't just go to somebody and say, "Oh, but this didn't cost that uh, week before last because it because you can sound crazy when you bring that evidence and you show them." And that's what. And it's not just one person. I'm just saying everybody got to come together and do it. Because when you come together and you do things like that, your voice becomes stronger. It becomes more prevalent. It becomes more, um, I guess, heard. So you, so you have to come. We gotta be more vigilant. We gotta be more diligent. Correct. You understand? Correct. So, so we could always say, yeah, I can go for the cheaper item, blah blah blah. But eventually, the cheaper item gonna become just as expensive, though. Because yet again, the man is supply. If I go and start buying the knockoff the Kellogg's, because again, a big bag compared to this thing, and the people starting to recognize it with the Kellogg's and moving off the shelf. But this movie, yeah, we got the thing with this one, and yeah. you know, so so we still losing. So we Correct. have to find the solutions to everything. We got to find the solution. We can't just be asking hollow questions. Why is this happening? Why is that? Nah, mm-hmm. dog. Let me start with gathering intel that's how you just do a that's how you do a mission you gotta gather intel you gotta get the intel together then you go then you gotta uh, put forward your your um your your point or your rationale behind what it is that you are probably what it is you get me yeah well, i hear I mean, reading one or three comments yeah i, I glad to everyone says stuff for doing my of time don't don't disrespect my culture we don't be disrespecting my crop over. 
I love the Lord. It hurt me more than more than most people. It hurt me. Yeah. You think I, I would have been able to do this show tonight if the happened? I miss Rapunzel. That's true. That's true. And that made me feel like I get a joke because they got a couple of. Uh, that, uh, oh. I didn't come home more than I didn't come home more than Christmas. I didn't come home more than Christmas. You see, you see, you see, you see, you see, Kiki White says, I read all my bills due, due to uh, as well. People don't check the cost price, actually typed into the register. I saw a bag of shrimp saying one price on the fridge. I mean, I got to the cashier with more. Now, there's two ways to look at that. One is the fact that sometimes the the price on the register, not the price on the register, the price on the shelf could be inaccurate or it wasn't updated. You understand? And then, or, or it could be that the wrong price was labeled wherever. The other one is the fact that, like, I've, I've, start to no, I've started to notice this now happening. You know, once upon a time, we would see a price $13.99 for you cornflakes. You will put that in your box and for me, this is what I do. I tally before I get to the cash register. Yeah, that so, way. Yeah, so, so what I do now is I will look and see what's going on. So every time I boop, boop, I watch it and seeing it go on. I said, okay. Uh-huh. Bum, bum. Sometimes what it is is that they're, they're saying to you $13.99 like for the item and then the tax no go get add on to that. You understand? So it's like even with um like mostly vegetables, I find that that happens mostly with produce. I think I think um cornflakes was a bad example. Produce yeah, and stuff like that. Like produce and meats and that sort of thing. Right. And you will see like thirteen ninety yeah. nine, and then in a little corner you see a slash per kilogram, basically. Yeah. So you go up there now, you think going away four kilograms that's thirteen ninety nine times four, Thanks and it got you cat spreader, it got you apple carrot skin up. You like yeah, well, how this get to this price? You understand? So, uh, what are you trying to read some of these comments as I as I go along? Yeah, uh, request says I need to price on the on the shelves on the carry back, and that is right. Right. I don't, I don't think everything should. You should be able to see the price of everything up front. You should go calculate that for yourself. That should be included on pricing anywhere you go. You should go and double think things when you get registered. You should go idea what you going to register with. And you spend this at some more money, at some more, some more money, and I know that your 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 purchase is is completed at at that amount. It ain't fair though, ain't fair. I think that some supermarkets just don't delete because there's no there's nothing to control the pricing that that they do. I didn't know that we can just continue to buy things because we could buy them. No, mm-hmm. I ain't saying that these things are optional because all these things are optional. You could choose to spend your money at other places. Uh-huh. But for, for some people, it's about convenience. The average person know what will leave their catchment area and go, let's say, somewhere else, which will be costly to drive there. Obviously, you spend the gas to go somewhere else to get something cheaper. And then some mm. things that don't be worth the bit on the more gas and tell you you are spending when you go to that establishment. But what you can say is that you can't expect to be just up in your price on people every week or every couple every couple of weeks and think that is right and then nothing can be done about it. There got to be some clause or some rule about this because I just don't think it's here. Uh-huh. 
All right. I see Jason saying, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that by law, you're supposed to add any VAP on the shelf. Now, that is actually a very good point. I, I am not 100% sure about that. But to me, that just like what you were saying before, Keith, that makes absolute sense. Where, where you, if you have an accurate view of um, whatever the item or items that you're purchasing are so that you could work within your budget, so when you get to the cash register, you don't need to remove anything because you've gone over right. budget or whatever the case may be. I think that that is uh, the better way to be doing things. But remember, we got we don't live in an ideal world, and we have to be more we have to be more vigilant when it comes to these things. That's why I'm saying read your bills, understand how it works, and especially this, my black people, especially this part here. There is absolutely no shame whatsoever in understanding that you have a particular budget and sticking to that budget. You don't have to prove to anybody that you can afford, oh, I gone over by $50 or whatever, so I can still keep it there. Skipper, move you things. The people that have money, this put back things, and sure. they can afford it. So why are you trying to save face? Why are you trying to do that? So... I, I mean, people, I just feel like Intel is what we got to be gathering at this point because nothing is going to change if we don't gather that Intel and then we start to put forward the cases because like, I, I, I saw um, Janelle speaking about the FTC, Fair Trading Commission. You know, I feel like Fair Trading Commission is almost like the boogeyman of society when it comes to uh, uh, challenging people or scaring people into thinking that, oh, if you don't do sample, this is so I can go to the FTC. But really, truly, how many cases out of the FTC have actually impacted the the average Barbadian positively? You know well, what I mean? The FTC is a funny thing, right, Todd? Because like the FTC is working in so many different areas, like for instance, like refunds and stuff like that. Like all the people that be selling stuff on AG and mm-hmm. even in certain streets in Swan Street and be like, oh, you can't get a refund and if you're trying to commission a strict law on that, a strict clause and everything about refund you have, there's no situation where you can't refund somebody, it's a law of our business and people be, be posting that and this the actual rule, actually one of my friends posted it on their story today, like it literally saying that verbally or or you can actually physically print it, oh, well, it's not that you don't want to refund that is that's not legitimate. You it can't it can't be so. And even mm-hmm. like situations like um for trying to commission get off with so many different people like even like in banking, water authority, people again, water for weeks and still getting bills, all sort of different commissions that she covers. So I can't say that they can't be contacted with markets, but mm-hmm. send it then. So you well, what I'm saying what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you is it's not that we can't get to the supermarkets and talk about these things. When my request said FTC stands for freaky consumer. In my bag with these acronyms though. But this is what you can say. That's why that's why I started the conversation with other than being the the boogeyman of a conversation where that I can say is that you almost do me something either and I tell you I can tell my brother that you touch me to mm-hmm. frighten you. So when I go to this business, like if I go to a corner store that says um, there are no there are no refunds on electronics, right? Because that's something that's going in Barbados, especially when it comes to vehicular items. When you want to buy something that's electronic, most of the time you see a sign you see a sign stating that 
when no it refund. leaves there, there's no refund for that. And when it's saying, and the people in the, and the people inside of the chat is saying that that's actually against the law. It you is. can't be telling somebody, but you can't come. But, you know, that, that I feel like because our society is so docile that we don't make noise about a lot of things, we just accept it and move on. You understand? Like, like, like I can make noise about it. That's me. I can go back there and I can make noise. But everybody else might not have that personality. But what I'm saying about the FTC is that it feels almost like they are just a, a name you call to scare somebody into thinking that you are willing to go the extra mile to make that's, them do what it is that they're supposed to do. FTC is the equivalent of the Big Brother. Well, that's what I'm saying. Because... At the end of it all, I, I personally cannot think of any instance in the history of me being an adult male and remembering the FTC doing something that has benefited the average consumer. I've seen them do things for big, for big corporations. I've seen them done big things for, for companies. Like, for example, if I started a company the other day and I, and I, um, I got the price of car parts significantly lower, People got met noise about the fact that I know breaking into them market. Oh, there's a great example. Let me say I used to build blocks, right? Let me say I used to build blocks. I, my family had a block building company and I take over and I went and do some research and then I noticed there's a way to make the block a lot uh, stronger for a lot cheaper. And then I pass that on to the consumer. All of a sudden now, all of the other block makers got met noise about the fact that I cutting into their market share. That's mm. when the FTC all of a sudden they're going to come and check me and see what I'm doing and try to figure out how I got it so low and how I could afford it and how I could profiteer off of it. And then they're going to help Big Brother. That's what it comes down to. So it's so, like, so you, so you, you're it's trying like to say the that. FTC, the FTC don't do nothing for the average job, big man. That's how I feel. I have not seen any. I've not seen anything. So go to small market and wait, wait, wait up. So the FTC is saying it's joking out the eye of the small man? I am saying that the FTC is not, has, from my opinion, and I got to constantly say that at the beginning of my statements, from my opinion, I cannot remember any situation going on where that the average Barbadian, the average consumer, the average buyer has been, has been um, positively affected where a company now has to readjust how it does things to benefit that, that uh, consumer. I, I can't remember. Mm. I can't remember can't, anything. Can't and I please people, if one got any evidence of, of, of that, and I am wrong, please, please tell me. i always willing to, to have that open dialogue. But to my memory committed, I cannot recall any time the FTC has done anything to any of these big companies and made them, you know, call back something or, or, or reduce something. If anything, it's always been increased and it's only when competition comes in and it, and it basically shows the ass of the other companies that they were price gouging us and jerking out we eye. That's when they're stepping in one or how it is that you could actually afford to pass see, on this price. You know, I should know society that made me laugh too, right? Where she said in the chat, um, FTC just like the workers unions, a myth, don't do anything to people. And uh, that know that open a whole different kind of worm because a lot uh -huh. of people are 
I guess I don't want to say the unions, but the unions don't really. I don't find that the unions do enough for the actual employees to actually, I guess, send a portion it's of their time to pay unions. This goes back to what we spoke on in another episode as well. When you have a person or a few people that have the negotiating power of an entire group of people, and those people can be separated, put in a separate room, spoken to, coerced, and then traded, and and basically yeah. uh, decided that, oh, you know, if you want to get a little further in life, make a story over, you know, big dog. You just got to get you people in line with what so, the agenda that's going on here. You, you so, don't always got them problems. That's the reason why. Because one person, is in, one person is in power, one person calling the shot, so one person has the negotiating ability. That's foolishness. That is not, that is not right. So, uh, as so, far as I concerned, so so people I need to become the own, people need to become the own champion. That's what we got to do. We got to start allowing one person to be the one and it's all of we being that one. That's, that's what I have been saying for the longest time. So it's only obvious that workers union, whoever union, going to be a waste of time. Because if I pull, Keita, use the, use the union rep. Use the body that going to left wherever you live and walk into the, to the meeting rooms to speak on the behalf of, of 250 people. When these people talk to Keita, the person, I said, Keita, I, I was looking at your portfolio and I see that you got a, a, a really good career trajectory. What I want to do for you is this next thing, turn that, 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 that. But we can need you to calm down these 250 people and fall into what it is that we want to do. Tell me what person is going to walk away from a situation of personal advancement over the advancement of 250 people. Tell me who the miss call. I know the member yet. So that's my point. So that's my point. The fact of the matter is we got to start doing our own due diligence and yet again, come back in, show we intel, show we research, show what we have found, and then go forward making noise about change. That's, that's really truly the only way changes occur. You know, you, you, we, we, could, we could keep talking about this back and forth, back and forth all the time. But if we don't do our own personal due diligence and then come together with everybody and and bring together the information and then go forward with a unified voice for a unified purpose. We wasting time. Okay, yeah, perfect example. Big car sales companies have a problem with the small mass selling cars significantly cheaper. Explain why the big business that has way more capital is selling cars so expensive. That's a that's a perfect example of that. How how is it that people make noise over cars uh, like for example a truck? Let me say mm-hmm. you bring in a Hilux truck, a nice, a nice looking Vigo, three, three point seven liter, and the price that at a certain place for hundred and seven thousand dollars, which is basically a house and land, depending on where you ban them, you you get a a guy bringing in now, and he could afford to sell you it for maybe I would say about, about seventy five thousand, say seventy two, seventy five thousand, which is more affordable for some people. But you no, want to get vexed. Most people. Yeah. Most people. But you want to get vexed at people trying to find ways to pass on savings to people while while making a little profit, 
But you want to make 300 and 400% in profit, though, when you could and, afford. And, and, and the same vehicle ain't got all the all the um, parts that the mother bring, small mother bring, bring in with what it's supposed to come with. But you bring in a vehicle and taking you know, everything out of it and sell mm -hmm. us the vehicle as fuck as possible to tell us it's fully loaded. But right. when small mother bring in a fully loaded vehicle, an actual fully loaded vehicle, for, uh -huh. for the actual price that that reasonable, you want to kill the man. Right, because I don't know how you as a as a dealer or official dealer, you bring in cars and they make out mats and all anything in them, things that come standard on a vehicle. You're taking, out, you're taking out mats. That's, that's almost like you know, selling you, you a control. You got to pay separate for that. If you want that, you got to pay extra for that. Well, man, you, you know what I was like? You that, just remind me, that just remind me of my first Nintendo. My mother bring it home and yeah, I didn't yeah, I didn't again. My mother had to buy Mario separate. I won't call I won't call the name of the, the business, but it's still in existence today. So it goes to show you that the people that just be trained just like I I um like uh GS not GS uh, Rusty Rusty A246 said you're you're basically um profiteering because you taking out something that comes naturally with something. And you right. trying to resell it to get a higher margin of profit, which means right. that's highway robbery. Right. Right. So yeah. so even even um uh battery char battery chargers and batteries you and all this sort of thing. You might buy a cell phone and it comes with these extra stuff like the uh right. a pack and the battery right. charger and that extra thing. And then you say, and then you then you tell you have phones separate and, and, and all these things. But if you right. want to go and bring that in yourself, they gonna want to kill you. You might bring in yourself. When these people bring in all these things and send these things separate. Right. So all of these, all of these are things that yet you see it always coming back to what it is that I suggested, you know. Gather intel, share the intel, put it together, compile that intel. And then you go forward with your evidence as to what is that going on and and um be able to make noise because you got actual physical hard evidence to show what it is that you're speaking about. Because I keep telling one, right? The only way that these people are going to listen is when you hit their bottom line. There is no yeah. other way to, 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 to have this conversation. If you believe that making uh, a noise about going on Facebook, putting up this post talking about um, 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 protesting and stuff like that, you're wasting time. You're wasting energy. You're wasting effort. You know what it is? Short-term suffering for long-term gain. Correct. I told something to show these people, you know what? We know what we worth. We know what we bought. And you got to come to the table that we're preparing. It don't work the other way. You need us. We don't need you. End of conversation. So let me hit the bottom line and then talk. You know what I'm saying? So I want I want um speak on something as well quickly that um, I was made aware of uh, by listening to the news uh, tonight. Um, Praxis closed down. That's a that's a company that well a business yeah. sorry that that business. that was that was uh, well, in existence for a number of years. I think that was for eighteen years or something. It said, yeah. and Correct. two employees two employees affected from that. Right, here Shepherd Group basically saying that they employ 340 people and Correct. 80 are going to be affected when it comes to the, the current uh, climate 
in in the world right now and the cutbacks that are going on and so on. You know, this this comes back to the conversation that we would have had before when we were speaking about um, the whole how these companies intricately weave themselves into society, make us dependent uh, on their structure, and right. then if they have to pick up and leave, or if they find a cheaper way to operate without the capacity, you know, you know what is happening. You know what is happening. The people gonna lose. So I, I I had this conversation with with uh, Rico, and and I was so angry that I didn't think about uh, saying it on the live, which is you know we were looking at it that oh X Y Z place hires X amount of people within the Caribbean, but if they decided that it was best for the company to pick up and relocate elsewhere. Do you think the outcries of those employees are going to change the fact that their bottom line is not higher because we paying one more than I could go across in Thailand and pay these people like cents on top of what is I paying you? So you see why you see why um, self self awareness and self employment needs to really start to become a thing, and we need to have more details for businesses and companies with our own people. Hiring more, more people and so on. We need to be more self-dependent. We need more entrepreneurs and more, more small business owners, more proprietors. Yeah, but we need that support. But we need that support. So like how we've, we've been saying as a podcast group, yourself, myself, and Ramal, we have been constantly saying, know that everything opening back. Don't forget the people that had you back when it is that these other people Correct. were not available. Keep supporting these people. Keep you buying from the people. Leaders. Go out there so and budget for yourself. Go and grow your own. All of a sudden, now everybody doing these things. You have to keep that going. You can't just automatically think that because or oh, are everything open back. So the my sense ain't got my money ain't got no sense. So you gonna start right? spending like an idiot. What you need to do is if you know that you're a person that you living off a certain debt, go and buy some some seeds. Get your little half cans. I see them on on Facebook. For fifty dollars for a half can, yeah. yeah, buy them and start getting your little start, and start building your thing. And let me tell you something: I have seen a guy, my cousin actually, up the road from here. He has started that sort of business, and he's getting a, a decent amount of sales and stuff. I can't speak happen. on his part. I, I can't speak on his money, but, but he's no, making I sales. I see it every day. I see it every day, and my mother started doing that, and I I I, I her for it, and. It, it, it works and it saves a lot. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Can I give you a big one there? So, boy, sorry for calling you off. You don't talk about Lane Grove with a girl for me, but I met me last hour, big man. But talk, talk what you talking, Keita. No, I, I ain't going to hit that. I ain't going to hit that. I met me last so bad. I ain't going to hit that. I know we time bony. But at the same time, I, I commend my mother for that because I see, uh, at the beginning, yeah. at the beginning it, it wasn't always easy to buy crops or buy groceries as it pertains <laughs> to, 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 to uh, like cabbage and lettuce and things, things that we could have grown for. And I know that that is a significant part in the budget that we spend at supermarket or buying. But if we could grow our own crops or grow our own things or start a little business to do something that you know you got a little talent to do and you could start doing it, we could operate a barter system too locally. Uh, yeah, a lot of people yeah. That's a good idea. I think it's something that we could do too from a local standpoint. We should we should be able to barter 
We don't have yeah. to use money for everything, but if we could do, if we could grow crops or 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 use utilize any other thing that we can trade amongst ourselves and start our own little market, we can work we can work for there too, Chad. Uh huh. That that is actually a really good point, Kita. That's that's a really good solution um, to to some things because like you said. The, the actual use of barter, that's something that, that exists long time before money, where that you yeah. would exchange a good for a good, a good for a service, yeah. a service for a service, for and so on and so forth. So, so, I mean, we really and truly can begin to do that within our own communities and see how we can help what we want another because right. we know money is stirring like once upon a time. So we need to actively find solutions rather than just trying we hands up in the air and hoping this conversation and this chat this game so last and it is it won't catch me to like I, I almost catch any bit because they're talking about certain restaurants that yeah people flocking to them but you know what i can leave that for another episode because yeah. you know um your claim is limited and yeah, i just want to say <laughs> i just want to say a, a, a special thank you to everybody in the chat i want to say yeah. thank you for logging into the up inside your podcast myself Try, try to share our mouth. Um, yeah. We we bring in this content to you every week. Um, yeah. Look out for for good things coming from us for the next episode. Um, yeah. Also, you can like, share, comment on our YouTube page. Um, yeah. You can also follow us on AG at right here. And we also have the audio version uh, on the Anchor FM app. So I want to say a special thank you and good night to everyone in the chat. Yeah, for and me. And for me, I just want to say thank you yet again, as usual. Whenever we log on, we we thankful for the outpouring of people coming in. We thankful for the comments. We thankful for the interaction. We thank you for your time because that's something that we could never give about. So, uh, as far as I concerned, people keep keep vigilant, keep smart, keep budgeting, grow your own, ask for help, bring bring uh, positive solutions. Talk to us about what's happening. Reach out to us. Share the videos with your family and your friends. We know everybody can't make it to the live. So that's the reason that why that we put it on the cast box and we put it on YouTube as well so that you can watch um, everything that's going on at your own convenience. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I can't say that enough. The one joke yeah, we say, but we can jump them back in the pocket though, because I'm not going to talk for them. We just can't get a so easy to a child, man. I know that. We have to say Hopefully, a lot of people learn from this convo and and actually gain some sort of knowledge as it pertains to the, the assistance that people trying to put in place to to fool you or trick you. I know that this goes a long way in, in, in pouring and helping people understand what's going on. Like say. Yeah, right, man. So, so over and out. Boom. Up inside. Yeah. <laughs>